The following program presents principles designed to promote good health and is not intended to take the place of personalised professional care. The opinions and ideas expressed are those of the speakers. Viewers are encouraged to draw their own conclusions about the information presented. Welcome to Healthy Living. I'm your host, Margot Marshall. As we get older, is it inevitable to get osteoporosis, porous, fragile bones that break easily? Or can we make them stronger? Stay tuned for the answer. Healthy Living is a 13-part production of 3ABN Australia Television, focusing on the health of the whole person, body, mind and spirit. You'll learn natural lifestyle principles with practical health solutions for overall good health. in the studio today I have Dr John Clark and Jennifer Skews who is a health psychologist. Welcome Jennifer and welcome John uh, to the you. program. We're looking forward to what you can tell us about this disease which is something we really don't want to get and if you can tell us how that happens that would be really good. And John you have a story about someone who did have really bad osteoporosis and was able to turn that disease around. We're very keen to hear how she did that. Yes, and osteoporosis is a serious problem. You might mm. think, hmm, well I got thin bones. But uh, one third of patients who break a hip die during the following year. Wow. It's a high death rate for mm. breaking a hip from osteoporosis. You wouldn't, you wouldn't imagine that, would you, from a no. broken bone? just from a broken bone. And it's sort of like the bones are a barometer for the health of the whole body. Oh. If your bones are poor, maybe your other health is poor. And you break a bone and you lay in bed, and laying in bed is not good. No. Uh, you start having things like uh, heart disease, heart attacks, congestive heart failure, lung disease, blood clots. All kinds of things can happen if you're laying in bed from a, a broken bone. Mm. So I was out on tour in the United States. Uh, I used to tour the United States doing lectures on health, how people could recover from these diseases. Mm -hmm. And a lady came to my osteoporosis lecture who was limping. And uh, I said, well, why are you limping? She says, well, four weeks ago, I was in a bad accident and I broke my hip. Mm -hmm. And then she told me all about her bones, which was fascinating to me. When she was 25, she was working for the sheriff's department. That's like a police department. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a, it was a very active job, but she was having bone pain at night. So she went to her primary doctor, and he checked her over, and then he scanned her bones and discovered she had egg shell Thin bones. Oh, that sounds not really advanced osteoporosis. It's to like have your total that foundation thing. was structurally not sound. She was about to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And Why do we laugh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we laugh because we know there's a fix here coming up. And, and she was wondering why she had this bone pain while well, her bones were so thin that they were probably micro-fracturing. Oh, wow. Just hurting. And uh, so the doctor offered to give her some drugs that he felt would be the answer to her thin mm -hmm. bones. Mm -hmm. And she thought, you know, here I am, only 25. Most 
most uh, older people are on drugs, but most younger people aren't, and I'm not really ready to start taking drugs. And, and so I'd like to go home and just, you know, take care of this myself. And so she turned down the drug, went home, but she sort of had an inkling in her mind what she should do. Okay. You know, a lot of people realize there is a better way, and most people know that there's a healthier way than what they're involved yeah. in. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh, it's almost like inherently we know that uh, there's better ways of doing things. We have insight. We just don't always act on it. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Um, part of it is, I think, the way we're conditioned, habitual. We don't trust ourselves. You know, so we don't really listen to ourselves or we discount uh, things, even though we know what the reality is. So. And maybe our tastes drive us to... Oh, do you really foods. think so? <laughs> <laughs> you think that might just play a role? Oh, yes, I think you might be right. <laughs> we develop an appetite for something yeah. that uh, may not be on the healthiest list. Mm. Well, she went home and she, she was a Christian. She prayed. She said, Lord, I know you've said in the Bible in Exodus fifteen twenty six that if thou wilt diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God and do that which is right in his sight, that he'll put none of these diseases upon you which he's brought upon the Egyptians, but that he's your God and that he will heal you. And it's interesting that Egyptians mm. did have osteoporosis. Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> Among other things, yeah. 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 And so she said, Lord, I'm going to switch to a total plant-based vegetarian diet like what you put Adam on. We're talking fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, nuts and seeds. And she promised to do that if the Lord would fulfill His promise to heal her disease. And so she said within two weeks, the bone pain she'd had was totally gone. Goodness, wow. just two weeks. How just long had weeks. she had it, do you think? Did she say how long she had the bone pain? She didn't horrible. really say. Yeah. But, uh, Must have been bad or she... Oh, this is serious. Painful. Bone pain. And you might wonder, okay, is that really possible? Would the studies show that? And in fact, mm. medical studies looking at bone structure and seeing somebody who switched from an animal protein-based diet to a vegetable protein-based diet can document new bone growth within six weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. And that's, that's a documented thing. Yeah. Under the microscope. Under the oh, under the microscope. So that's a that's very convincing, isn't it? So her pain going away in two weeks is very realistic to what mm. was actually How happening. You know what body. research shows yeah. us. That's where it's good to have that research. Yes, very good mm. to know why this is happening and what's going on. And so here she was. Uh, I'm I'm seeing her in her fifties, and she came to my meeting. She says now. She's been in an accident, and she had a broken hip, and she went to surgery for this hip. They, quote-unquote, pinned it, put some bolts and screws in it, mm. and she said when the surgeon came out of surgery and came and talked to her, that he says, wow, you had the hardest, strongest bones I've worked on in a long time. Isn't that Isn't amazing? That From fragile, paper thin, to uh, rock solid, literally. Yeah. Literally, rock yeah. solid. Uh, and this hip didn't break just from a, a very minor thing. It was actually a traffic accident, which would have broken. It took a lot to break anyone's it. Yeah. Yeah. Big accident, big trauma, and she broke the hip. And if she had still had the thin bone, she would have had more than just a hip fracture. Oh, yes. She would have had major bone damage. Yeah. So it just showed how mm. the bones need to be solid for that protection. Yes. Isn't that encouraging to think 
that something like that can actually be reversed. It'd be yes. interesting to know how long it actually took to fully reverse it. Mm. And Jenny, are there other things besides um, a bad diet and so on that contribute? Huge factor is stress related. Really? When we have stress, it actually can leach calcium from the bones. So other than like meat proteins and that, you add the stress in mm. and then you're not digesting properly so you're not absorbing the nutrients. Uh -huh. So that means her bones keep getting depleted. Uh -huh. And a major factor with stress is a loss of magnesium and magnesium every cell needs it it uh, helps put calcium in the bones it relaxes the nerves and the muscles if you don't have enough you get a lot of cramping mm -hmm. um, it also helps to pick up the brain function and, and neurotransmitters particularly your serotonin factor so it improves mood it helps people stay not depressed mm -hmm. and interestingly they have found in research that um, people who have osteoporosis get depressed oh. and then they're more likely to have a fall Okay. You see, so yeah. so this is where when you have a look at the stress factor. So a lot of what I do as a health psychologist is teach people how to manage their life, and it is individual because her yes. situation was individual. Sure. Um, and I've also looked at nutritional medicine for mental health. So this is where with John, I use a lot of looking at nutrients, and one of the best ones I've found for magnesium is comes from the sea. If, you, if someone is that depleted and they're not mm -hmm. absorbing it from their food, mm -hmm. that if uh, they use, it's called magnesium chloride oil, and there's a lot of brilliant research now that sings its praises oh, and right. says it's the best way to get it, but you put it on the skin. Okay. So it goes straight into the yeah. cells. 100% of it is absorbed. Mm -hmm. If you take it in tablet form, only about 30% is absorbed, right. and that's what, again, research so is showing us. That's very yeah. helpful to the Absolutely. Sure actually and you can put it directly on the affected bone areas, you see. Right. Um, also, if you don't have enough magnesium and the calcium isn't going into the bones, you've got calcium in your system, it can crystallise and go to the joints and cause arthritis. Oh. Yeah, so you can see how one major player in our system, that one, she's not having the nutrition to get the magnesium and then stress leaches it is yeah. a huge factor because it helps with the calcium. Yes. So you can see how correcting one thing. Mm. Yeah. So she would have, by changing her diet and doing that, she would have got a lot more magnesium in her system, probably calcium, and it was going where it needed to go. So an optimum diet can correct it, but a lot of people don't do the dietary change. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, John, you, you mentioned about her going on to a totally plant-based diet. Uh, were there any specifics within that diet that she perhaps made sure she included? Yeah, her words she used to describe her new diet was vegan, which okay. means she totally avoided any animal products. Mm -hmm. Prior to this, she'd been eating cheeseburgers and drinking sodas, french fries and the like, the regular junk food that mm -hmm. we think of. Okay. And so her changes were to totally get off of any dairy products. That's a, that's a very curious one, and I can just imagine that people um, tuning into this program will be thinking, oh, come on, this, this just doesn't make a lot of sense, because that's, we're given to understand that milk is, you know, being the highest calcium source is going to be the thing that will, will build strong bones. So it didn't do it for her, and now you're saying when she went on to a totally pl total plant diet, her bones increased to a, a remarkable degree. So how, do, how does, how that, does work? that work? <laughs> yeah, you know, when mm. I went to, to switch to a similar diet of becoming a total plant-based uh, mm. vegetarian or vegan, my grandmother, who had run a dairy, was just sure that my teeth were going to go bad <laughs> and my bones shocked. were going to go bad. Yeah, she okay. was shocked. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, which is interesting because uh, a lot of this uh, is sort of like tradition. Mm. Uh, people have believed this for generations. <laughs> and uh, I met a young lady who had been raised on total, on total vegetarian diet, mm. a vegan diet. And when she was in college, the college was doing a, a research project on bone strength. Mm. And they scanned everybody's bones. And when they checked her bones, she had the strongest, hardest nice. bones of anybody in the college. Interesting. Yeah. And that's pretty fascinating, for sure. Well, it's a great testimony to the value of what you eat and what you put in your system. And, and I find when you eat properly, because I've sort of, I had osteoporosis diagnosed and I did lots of things, but stress was my biggest factor. So I've managed my stress levels. Now, this is quite a few years ago, okay. but I did improve my diet, more exercise, like weight-bearing exercise. And I know I don't have that now, that, that that's been treated. But it's a huge component to have that diet is, is crucial. Yeah, and it's amazing how much difference it makes just by shifting the focus of the food you eat. Yeah. Jenny, you're saying that you had a really good healthy diet like John's been describing. I went, well, I improved my diet. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I was having a reasonable diet, but when I started to explore what treats osteoporosis and found like dairy products, well, get rid of the dairy oh, products. Oh, okay. So, so there were things I was having that I considered healthy and I was eating a lot healthier than most people. Yes. And okay. then, like you said, get onto a vegan diet. Mm. So in my research, I found the same thing. Well, that's right. quite a while ago. Very interesting. So, so you both researched this out and you yes. separately came to the same conclusion. But you believe that stress was probably stress the Stress was my biggest problem. Biggest problem. Yeah. And that was, it was more events in my life, uh, work environment. There are mm. lots of stressors, mm. which are common mm. to a lot of people. That's right. I don't think... Yeah. I think they say um, if you haven't got any stress, it's because you're in a box, <laughs> in a coffin. <laughs> in a, in a coffin and so right. we do all have to have some amount of stress. It's getting the good stress, not the, the bad stress. stress. So a lot of what stress. I do is train people to yes. recognise their stress levels because this is that mind-body connection. And what how do you think? do that, Jenny? How do you well, get them to recognise their stress levels? Yeah, one working with the way the brain thinks, their beliefs and their attitudes create a lot of stress. And that's what you were saying, like her belief around certain things once it was challenged and she realised it was a wrong belief around eating certain foods, then she changed it. Mm. So people, if they'd not told what their belief system's doing or it's incorrect, then mm. you know, they won't do it. And someone who's got a very black and white belief system, it's either this or that, is going to have a lot more stress yes, yes. than someone who can step back and observe yeah. and go, well, that's okay, we can manage this, yeah. you see. So, so you're saying that you explain to them, you know, that... Like, like we've just had an explanation yes. that this, yeah. is, this works. Yeah. But what about the motivation part? Well, I help people get motivated because when you have something like osteoporosis, as I said, you get depressed. depressed when you're depressed, you don't, you're not motivated. You no, don't want to do anything. No. So it's <laughs> not about feeling motivated because you'll never do it. So what I get people to do is to pick a small, simple goal that they can action because action creates motivation. Okay. But this is where helping them psychologically yeah. to not overstep the mark and see one small step is better than no steps. Right. Because once they do that one, they get momentum. Then we add on and we build the program. All right. Yeah. But also there's a huge component with the physiology with stress, you see. Mm. that that. And so I, I help people to recognise their stress markers and what are they doing, like the sweaty palms or <laughs> the heart rate. I know you, you can talk about that one. The heart rate up. And doing all of that because mm. once they realise and they start to see the subtler signs of stress, they manage it earlier. All right. And just, just go on. come back to that. Mm. But one, one thing I don't want to miss including, John, 
Did this lady have much support? I mean, she made some significant changes, Mm. uh, you know, and we haven't even talked about them all. We've talked about, to some extent, the diet, and I I think there's sort of exercise comes in there too. But let's just talk about, did she have some support to make significant changes to actually achieve what she achieved? No, in fact, her husband was sort of like, uh, where's the beef? You know, I I don't want (laughs) to quit eating meat. And and, and he sort of gave her a hard time about her new uh, dietary changes. That's often a conflict I come across with clients. Yes. One wants to make a positive change like that, but the family doesn't, therefore they give up. And I think it's important that we sort of talk about this because I'm sure that that, um, people tuning in would find themselves in the situation Mm. that this young woman did where she had to pretty much be strong enough to do it on her own. And so it's encouraging to think that it can be done Mm. certainly a whole lot better if you've got some support. It's a huge marker for um, long-term success, but she did it. She did it with still having her husband there wanting to eat differently and no doubt having to do two different things. And that's hard. When you've got the smell in your nostrils of foods that you've eaten and enjoyed, yeah. and yet she, she was able to do that. So it can be done. Mm. Um, you need to have a few more things going for you. What else actually did you get her to, or what did she do? Mm. Well, she, she actually initiated this all by herself, didn't she? Just from information yeah. that she knew. So she changed her diet and what else? She sure did, and we might uh, explore the diet a little more. All People right. wonder why are animal products a problem yes, versus do vegetable protein. And you see, here's the thing. When people eat foods that create more acid in the body, it takes calcium from the bones to counteract that acid. It's like taking a Tums, okay. which is a calcium pill that's very popular for uh-huh. an acid stomach. Well, if they eat food that turns to acid in their blood then it's going to take calcium from the bones to make that so it doesn't get too acid for your blood. And so dairy products and animal protein, like from beef, are going to cause lots of acid. The other thing she quit using was brown sodas, sodas with caffeine, which usually have phosphoric acid in them. And the phosphoric acid in studies, Mm. when people start drinking phosphoric acid pop, we won't name the brands, but (laughs) the brown sodas, they start peeing out calcium Mm. right away. And then the other thing she definitely did was she did take up an exercise program. If you load the bones, Mm. they develop uh, stronger. They actually make electricity and attract the calcium to them. Excellent. So she, she got into an exercise program and she did all of this. She just initiated it and carried it out. And uh, what did she have in place of the sodas, the uh, soft drinks? Well, I'm sure she drank a lot of water. Okay. Uh, I didn't really ask didn't, her. Didn't ask her that. Yeah, that's good. Come back to the stress factor because you're talking about acid in the system and stress produces a lot of acid in the stomach. The moment we get stress, the the stomach excretes a lot more hydrochloric Mm. acid. Mm. And this becomes a problem because everything you put in your stomach at that point is going to become totally acidic and you don't absorb nutrients and it won't digest. So we're getting... Yes, double wham. We're getting an acidic uh, problem with foods and 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 the stress stress factor is another one. Yeah, and And that means acid foods, acid Mm. stomach is, Mm. you can see why illness can just take over. Yeah. It's just interesting, and this might really come a big surprise to some people tuning in, but the Australian Guide to Healthy Eating, which is put out by the government for this country, Mm. at first glance, you would not think this, but actually it makes, it's user-friendly for people on a totally 
plant-based diet. Now, when you look at it at first glance, it wouldn't strike you that way, but when yeah. you look at it more closely, more than half of it is exclusively plant foods. That's okay. the grain products, mm -hmm. the fruits and the vegetables. That covers more than half of the plate model. Yeah. Then you come to the part where you've got meats and, and fish and chicken and eggs and things like that, but there's nuts and, and there's legumes. legumes in there as yeah. options. And then you come to the dairy section and there's uh, soya milks and things that are included in there and they would be fortified with calcium. So it's user-friendly. And just in case anyone out there is thinking, oh, this is just Too hard. what you're talking about isn't... <laughs> it's just uh, in, diametrically opposed to what we've been taught. No, actually, it's, it's made provision for. And even the World Health Organisation, mm. I was looking up there just, just a night or so ago, and they're talking about tips for an optimum diet and they say more fruits vegetables, legumes, grains and, and nuts. Mm. And that's, that's what they want us to be having more of. So just, just thought I'd mention that. And you've probably come across studies that have affirmed what you're talking about here, mm. John. Oh, absolutely. And the studies show that if you go on a more vegetarian diet, mm. then you end up with better bones. In fact, like we said, it can happen mm. within six weeks. Mm. Six weeks. They can show a difference. That's very encouraging. That's not a long time, is it, to actually start don't to turn have to around wait. a problem. It, it happens the moment you change, your whole yes, cellular structure. Yes, begins to happen and they yeah. can... And then if you work on the stress levels again, and one of the things that helps stress is exercise, which you mentioned, mm. because when you exercise, and that's walking is one of the best exercises, oh. it actually helps to dissipate the adrenaline and cortisol build-up in the system and, and get it, the body yeah. to eliminate it. Yeah. Because stress produces too much cortisol and adrenaline. Yeah. It's an inflammatory factor and it causes yeah. toxins and acids, particularly yeah. it inflames the brain. So oh, well, how it, it affects yeah. everything, doesn't oh, it? It does. Every cell of yeah. our body. It's, yeah. I think they say uh, exercise is the law of our being. We're a total package, <laughs> yeah, not just a, total a brain package, or a body. Yeah. Now, you, you mentioned that this, this young woman was a Christian. I'm, and I'm imagining, I, I guess we can only imagine, but um, she, she really prayed about what she was going to do and mm. I no doubt she drew on her spiritual resources mm. to be able to see her through what would not have been a short program and I gather it's one that she you know, implemented and, and maintained so that would be a, a huge help to That's her. right and so she uh, had actually uh, brought her back to church this is mm. a very difficult mm -hmm. problem and her church group was very supportive oh, of social so support. she did have yeah. Yeah. and that's something I'd just like to say to people tuning in if you don't have already a, uh, a support network seek one because they're there and it's, it will be hugely hugely beneficial professional people can become part of that support and that's yes. what I do yes you get to know the, the right. client and you work with them and they feel very supported you know and that's a huge mm. component like the same with your work people would feel very supported by what you're doing so that's part of the support system mm -hmm. mm. this exercise um, John that would be um, outdoors I, I would take it Outdoors is best, out in the sunlight, because you want to get your vitamin D. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, and helps bones. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Vitamin D helps yeah, bones. Yeah, that's bones. Right. Very important. Helps uh, mental Yeah, mental well. health. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And uh, you want to have weight-bearing exercises, mm. which means that your bones are getting loaded. Yes. Uh, this is very interesting. When they send somebody up into outer space, yes. within... Uh, a few days, they start losing calcium from their bones days. from no activity and no weight-bearing. 
That's incredible. Say it again. How long? Within a few days. A few days. They'll start losing bone mass. And they've developed programs to get them to exercise in when they're in outer space. To stress their bones and keep the calcium in their bones. That's correct. I'm intrigued, actually, that this young woman had osteoporosis in her mid-20s and had it so badly. That's... um, that's scary, really. I would not have expected that that would happen. You, you kind of associate it with being older, but not necessarily so. Yes, and it's definitely her diet. I mean, you look at cheeseburgers. The cheese itself is the most acid-forming food you can put in your mouth. Is that right? And it'll make uh, huge <coughs> amounts of acid, so your body has to buffer it with calcium. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, of course, there's the refined grains in the white buns that go with these hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, refined grains make acid. The things that don't make acid actually make alkali are fresh fruits, mm-hmm. fresh vegetables, uh, nuts and seeds, and beans. Yeah. And some very good sources of calcium. What would you be um, suggesting there? Yeah, where are you going to get your calcium if you don't drink milk? <laughs> That'd be a question my grandmother might have asked me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some of the highest things are your green leafy vegetables. Well, that's what cows have, isn't it? Oh, well. <laughs> green leafy. Lo and behold, you know, where the cow gets calcium. But see, a lot yeah. of the foods you, we talk about, like nuts and seeds, and that have high magnesium levels. So right. when you eat the right diet, you're not just getting calcium, you're getting the magnesium to transport the calcium yes. into the bones because that's what magnesium does. That's right. And there's yeah. a whole range of things, a whole range of nutrients that make us well and, and including mm. in the bones. It's not just. And I think this is where we need to get away from a single nutrient and just think whole foods because... They're packaged in a remarkable way. And when we interfere with that, mm. it's a bit, a bit like having a, a, maybe a, a football team and sending part of the team onto the field and pulling them off and then the others have a turn. It's just not going to happen. No. It is a team effort. It is. Uh, yeah. We have to see the body as that team. That's right. And, and work with the team and do everything we can to get yes. it working together. And mm. yeah, F- Foods to as a whole food mm. and our bodies as a whole, as a whole people, mm. mental, physical, spiritual, social, because they all blend they all in connect. together. They all support each other. And impact on each other for better or for worse. Like you were saying, yes. what's going on in your mind yeah. with stress every is part. affected. Every cell, every of, the cell body, of your body, instant. and the other oh. way around. Some, I read somewhere once someone said, "We don't just have a mind; we are a mind yeah. because whatever's going on in the body is going to affect Feeds the back. mind, which in turn yeah. dictates to the body because That's, it's our master." This is why we need a healthy nervous system, yes. which is a telegraph system for the brain mm. to the body and the body to the brain. Yeah. yeah. And again, if you have like magnesium and calcium, that fortify the nervous system, mm. so you can see how important it is. Yes, mm. and. Um, I just think it's um, something you said there has triggered a thought then that's just escaped me. (laughs) (laughs) No jokes about seniors' moments. (laughs) But, um, yeah, just... Well, the calcium thing, you know, we're thinking about it as a supplement. Actually, people taking calcium supplements end up with more heart disease because the calcium goes to plaque in the heart. It's dangerous. You're much better off eating a food with everything Mm. balanced Balanced. with the magnesium and the calcium and the zinc and the copper and Mm. so forth Mm. so that the body can sort out how much it needs of each one and can put it in the right place. Yes, once we start messing around with food and pulling out this and that, we don't really, really know what we're doing. I think it's only maybe three or four decades ago they even found out about phytochemicals that are in plant Mm. foods exclusively. Phyto means plant. And they're essential. And they Mm. work together. And we still don't even know how many there are there's thousands Mm, mm. and we don't know how they work together we just know 
eat them. We are food. created in an amazing way. We are. You know, when you have a look, it's just yeah. incredible. And there's so much we don't know about our system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, it is. It's just yeah. been a wonderful thing. Well, thank you for all of that. It's just been a, a really good exploration of this mm. disease, which mm. can be fatal can, or can mm -hmm. cause us to, to die early. Mm. And... Um, can just impact on the uh, the quality of our lives and such simple solutions. Mm. Eating eating very simple, lovely yeah. lovely plant foods and uh, they're very enjoyable too. And so we that's all we really have time for to, to, for today. But um, we probably have questions about this. Maybe you've got questions about other things, other health concerns that you have. And if so, you can contact. Uh, John or Jennifer by emailing healthyliving at 3abnaustralia.org.au So you can watch out for our programs on demand or download our fact sheets and to do that you visit 3abnaustralia.org.au Click on the watch button and remember today is the first day of the rest of your life. God bless you.